Chapter 20 of the Boy Scouts of the Rockies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Boy Scouts in the Rockies by Herbert Carter. Chapter 20 Sheriff Bob's Bomb Explodes There they come! It was the observant old eagle eye, as some of the boys called Giraffe, who gave utterance to these words. Early morning was at hand. All through the balance of the night, those left in the camp in the valley had been momentarily expecting to have the sheriff and his older companion drop in on them but possibly artemus may have found himself unable to travel as fast as his ambition would force him and the pair had been compelled to rest up somewhere on the road everyone in the camp was of course on the line of duty at daybreak while bumpus and bob white started to get breakfast giraffe and allen were using their eyes as best they could seeing that the mists still hung over the valley obscuring things at a little distance thad was invisible also alec truth to tell they had betaken themselves off within an hour after that astounding message was received from the far distant point where step hen waved his fiery torch of course one of the first things thad had done was to question the other concerning this man who called himself artemus rawson alec admitted that he was in truth his own uncle but added that the lawyer from denver had fallen under the same spell as many others and was allowing himself to dream of being the one to rediscover the long-lost mine alec had said that it seemed as though everyone who heard about it became imbued with a mad desire to possess the treasurer there was cracker who had made several long-searching trips up here with that one object in view, and was even then doing everything in his power to get possession of the secret. Crafty Uncle Artemis had gone about it in a different way. He had hung around the dwelling-place of the widow, and in his sly, lawyer-like method, tried to learn what was going on he suspected that the secret of the location of the mine had been discovered in some way from the change in the atmosphere about the rawson home and the air of excitement that could not easily be subdued but no matter how he tried he could not learn just what it all meant then came the sudden vanishing of alec this must have given the lawyer points and he started after the boy his accusation 
concerning his nephew having robbed him was of course all a part of the fine little scheme he had hatched up while the big prospector believed in actual force to squeeze the secret from the unwilling lips of the lad shrewd uncle artemus was inclined to try and make a show of having the law on his side but in both cases actually robbery was intended and thad believed every word of the explanation made by alec he could not have done otherwise looking into those frank and fearless eyes and reading the clean soul of the rawson boy so the scoutmaster had decided that he and alec would disappear from the valley camp for a short time leaving no trail by which they could be followed he did not tell a single one of his chums just what the plan was because he was desirous of keeping the secret then in case the sheriff questioned them concerning the movements of the missing two they could truthfully declare they did not know a thing about them but thad made preparations looking to the carrying out of a bold project which he and the rawson boy had talked over between themselves this was nothing more nor less than a hunt for the long-hidden silver mine thad thought that the sooner alec made sure his little chart found concealed in the back of that small pocket mirror which his dying father had placed in his hands was correct the better and that accounted for several queer things he did on leaving camp one of which the taking of the only lantern they had brought with them astonished bumpus very much indeed not to mention giraffe and bob white the fox had not been invited to join in the expedition but later on it was found that he had disappeared still no one was worried for it seemed to be taken for granted that he must have followed thad and alec they remembered that the latter had claimed a long-standing friendship with the fox and it was also known that the crow boy had become an ardent admirer of the scoutmaster whom he believed to be a chief worth serving when old eagle eye then announced that the two men were coming the others craned their necks to look Alan told them not to appear too curious and so those who were busy at the fire went on with their culinary labors cooking a bountiful breakfast as it seemed they might have company sheriff bob and the lawyer soon strode into camp at least the officer did the striding part for old artemis seemed pretty nearly fagged out a burning desire to acquire a glorious fortune so easily was all that kept him up otherwise he would never have been able to have stood the long tramp as he did 
the first thing the sheriff did after replying to the salutation of allen was to scan each one of the boys in turn and then turning to his companion say firstly none of these the one you want i reckon sir the old denver lawyer looked dreadfully disappointed his ferret-like eyes had flitted from one to another of the scouts and each time he changed base his long cunning face grew more like a blank no my nephew isn't in sight as i can see sheriff he replied with a frown and a look toward allen as though to say that it was his opinion that the boy might produce the one they sought if proper force were applied having a hunt up here in the mountains are ya boys asked the sheriff as he followed the example of the lawyer and dropped it down near the fire crossing his legs tailor fashion as though he meant to make himself quite at home yes we want to get a big horn or so to take back with us replied allan just the four of you continued the other arching his heavy brows as if with surprise oh no there are a lot of other fellows replied the scout who took thad's place as leader when the other happened to be absent oh that's it eh rest off on a little side hunt right now i reckon perhaps you've got a guide along with you too the officer continued bending his neck so that he could see inside the nearest tent the flap of which happened to be on the side toward him and thrown back to allow of ventilation oh yes we've got a guide now though for a long time we had to go it alone and managed to get on pretty well allan continued wondering why it was he could catch a peculiar quizzical gleam in the snapping eyes of the other once in a while when the sheriff looked straight at him who is he perhaps i might happen to know him asked the other accepting a tin cup filled with coffee from bumpus i'm sure you do sir allan hastened to remark and then remembering that he was not supposed to know of the visit the sheriff and his employer had paid to the camp of the bighorn hunters on the previous night he hastened to add everybody knows honest toby smathers the ford ranger i should think well i should say yes i did replied the other commencing to calmly devour the piece of venison that had been placed on his platter as though his appetite was sharp indeed this bracing morning and so you boys have come away out here just to see what we've got in these rockies eh? just what we have sir replied giraffe thinking that he would like to have the sheriff notice him a little and i declare you seem to be fixed pretty comfortable like 
the other went on just look at the tents they brought with them mr rawson i've always said that on the whole they were better than old-fashioned tents you can see how the heat of the fire on a cold night is sent back into the tent and there's a plenty of headroom here yes both of them as cosy as you please he had seemed so very much interested in the subject that he even laid down his tin cup and platter and gaining his feet passed over to peer into each tent as if bent on ascertaining what the interior looked like ellen of course knew just what this meant the sheriff was looking for alec as if he half expected to find the hunted boy concealed under a pile of blankets and yet it puzzled alan to note that in spite of the keen disappointment which would naturally follow a failure to locate the boy sheriff bob was even chuckling as he once more sat him down in the circle and resumed operations on his breakfast something seemed to be amusing him alan wished he could tell what he felt it must have some connection with the search for alec rawson though for the life of him he could not decide what was in the sheriff's mind the talk soon became general though artemis took no part in it he sent a beseeching glance every now and then in the direction of the officer as if begging him to do something but whatever it might be evidently sheriff bob was in no hurry and meant to finish that good breakfast first anyway presently as he emptied his platter the second time and swallowed his third cup of scalding java the officer remarked i know something about the boy scouts myself it happens got a youngster down below that belongs to a troop great thing teaches lads lots of the right kind of outdoor business makes em healthy and able to depend on themselves a heap my kid he's dead stuck on this signal business with flags and such glad to see it too takes me back to old times as sure as you live he stopped there and seemed to reflect it was as though memories might be arising that were pleasant to look back upon meanwhile alan was conscious of something like a little thrill passing through him he seemed to feel that this was no accidental mention on the part of the man with the twinkle in his eye but in fact it might have something deep back of it yes sheriff bob went on presently turning straight toward alan now i used to belong in the army years ago spent six years of my life in the signal corps and was accounted a pretty good operator in wigwag telegraph telephone building and heliograph work while i served and honest now i must say 
i never enjoyed a finer half hour than i spent last night sitting on a rock up yonder and watching that lively little conflab you held with your chum who i think was the boy calling himself sep hen he did the job up pretty well considering and as for your thad he's chain lightning on the send yes siree bob that was a picnic to an old signal corps man like me as you can easily understand my boy the four scouts sat there as if frozen stiff consternation was written all over their faces and no wonder the humorous sheriff as he saw what a bomb he had exploded chuckled and then laughed aloud End of chapter twenty